When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to another fun-filled episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. We're almost there. Two more episodes. And one. We're, we're done. Well, the two. This one and the next one. Okay, fair enough. Math is hard. Leave me alone. Yes. And then and then we're, we're on to season two, baby. But Ooh. first, but first, we have the very, very first appearance of Sideshow Bob. Well, not the first appearance, but the first speaking appearance. Speaking appearance and actual like integration into a full blown episode of yes. Sideshow Bob. So we've been looking forward to this episode for weeks. And yes. maybe you listeners out there who are listening to us week after week after week are like, oh my God, episode 12 is coming. Episode 12 is coming. I can't wait. And I feel like I feel like we're gonna post this episode on like Instagram and Facebook, and everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, but they finally got there." I've been yes. waiting. I didn't want to listen to <laughs> one through eleven, but I've been waiting for Sideshow Bob. And I mean, like, our, who our, our does not love Sideshow Bob? He is. I think he is the most iconic Simpsons villain slash frenemy. We'll go with frenemy. <laughs> um, to this show, and it is so amazing. Uh, we will get to who voices them in a minute once we get into the episode. Uh, the title of this episode is Krusty Gets Busted. Uh, the air date was April 29th, 1990. Uh, the chalkboard gag this week was, they are laughing at me, not with me. Uh, you know, I get that sometimes, you know, you think you, you did something funny, but you really didn't. And they're laughing at you, not with you. But I almost wonder if that can be related to the Krusty the Clown show. Maybe. Because, well, it's kind of one of those, is Krusty funny because he is funny and people are laughing at him? Yeah. Or people are, you know, not really into his jokes and are just, you know, laughing because but they're all kids kids are watching it so kids are yeah. stupid they'll just they'll laugh at anything especially violence <laughs> especially violence kids cartoon violence anything. cartoon violence okay cart unless unless it's dad getting stubbed uh, like stubbing <laughs> my toe in front of my kid yes and he's like ah that's funny do it again i mean and i'd like, laugh no. at you if you stubbed your toe too but you so know. so don't say cartoon violence only <laughs> Uh, the couch not gag serious. Week. The couch gag this week. I don't know if this is a repeat. Uh, but the Simpsons sit on the couch. Maggie pops up into the air, and Marge catches her. I feel like that's a repeat too. I I don't remember. I mean, we've seen like three repeats now, so it probably is a repeat. If it's not, then you know it's not. But uh, the only the only people that haven't popped yet, I think, are Lisa. That's and it. And Marge. Marge. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Marge popped. Uh, so so. 
Oh, yeah. No, I think yeah. you're right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think I feel like they need to get popped one or once or twice before this whole thing's out. Yeah. And you know, they they really need to stop buying a small couch. I know. They need to buy a couch that fits the whole Now, to be fair, it is a three cushion sofa. I can fit I, five people on my uh four three. I'm sorry. I can fit two adults, two children, and a baby on a three seat sofa. I don't know, man. Look at Homer Simpson. You think him plus his family would fit? Come on. I think plus, between I think between Homer and Marge, they are two people. Yeah. Like they, like they are two wise. people. But weight wise, I'm saying. Like Homer's fat, Marge is skinny, so they would take up, you know, the same space as two normal sized human beings. Yeah. I guess so. But but since Homer doesn't have his groove yet in in the couch, that uh, might be what that might be what's causing yeah. this uh, Simpson popping deal. Maybe so. Quick recap of the episode: uh, After Krusty is thrown into jail for a robbery, Bart and Lisa set out to prove his innocence. First time Bart and Lisa Bum. are detectives. Yes. First time. All right. So we open up the show. With uh, Krusty the Clown. First time we get a real look into the workings of a Krusty the Clown show. Show, And so Krusty announces to everyone, you know, I'm guessing this is the grand opening of the show. This is kind yes. of what he does when he when he opens. Who do you love? Because <laughs> we're like, Krusty, how much do you love me? With all our hearts. <laughs> what would you do if I went off the air? We'd kill ourselves. Like the Krusty the Clown show is a cult for kids. And it, well, it's almost like Bozo the Clown. You know, the first thing I thought of oh, yeah, Bozo. when I watched Krusty was this is just making fun of Bozo the Clown. Because what other clowns in our generation? There's no, I guarantee you, there's nothing now. But in our generation of growing up in the '90s, I can't think of another TV clown show besides Bozo the Clown. Yeah, no, I don't think of anything either. So I, I have to imagine that Krusty the Clown's like show idea was kind of related to it's the '90s. The only clown on TV right now is Bozo. We could have our own clown show, but yeah. enough to kill ourselves. I, I when when Bozo the Clown were off the air, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I only watch I only watch to the ping pong ball throwing thing. Dude, I don't remember Bozo the Clown at oh, all. Oh, come on! I mean, I, like, so, I remember the show, but I don't remember what was on the show. I, I, I think, wasn't there, like, contestants? and Yeah, uh, that, well, that was throwing the ball into the bucket thing, and if you got it to oh, bucket number five. right! But, but, see, but here's the thing. I would watch the episode up until that point, because that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, done with this. Because they didn't have Itchy and Scrat, they didn't have, like, cartoons or, or anything like that. Yeah. So, uh, so birthday girl comes out and like on any clown based TV show, you get two options. You can either sing happy birthday or shoot Sideshow Bob out of a cannon. And this, it's a little girl's birthday and, uh, she decides to shoot Sideshow Bob out of the cannon, who is voiced by the impeccable Kelsey Grammer. Love Kelsey Grammer. I think that is probably one of the best voice acting talents that they could have chosen for Sideshow Bob. It works so wonderfully, especially for all you oldish listeners out there who are our age, who, if you guys ever watched Frasier, um, as you see later in the show, like 
Sideshow Bob is more of an intellectual type, which fits Kelsey Grammer's character on Frasier. And Krusty the Clown is just, you know, a goofball who likes to have fun. Well, just kind of keep this in mind, though. Frasier didn't air until 1993. Oh, fair enough. And so maybe that's where. Well, but but Cheers. But Cheers. Well, yep. That's what I'm looking up right now. Cheers ended 1993. So he was literally coming off of Cheers. Yes. Well, the Frasier Frasier was a spinoff. Frasier was a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he was he was just coming off of Cheers, and this was right before Frasier kicked you know kicked yeah. off. And so, I mean, Frasier hit it, or well, Kelsey Grammer hit it big on Cheers for this character. So it's kind of cool that they kind of brought that intellectual character into the Simpsons fold. So then the little girl shoots Sideshow Bob out of a cannon. The cannon shoots backwards because you know simpsons physics and crusty says don't blame me i didn't do it and i feel like that's said in another episode by bart yep but they do a whole i didn't do it episode with bart that's right which is yeah but i do like that all of sideshow bob's hair is completely burned off (laughs) and then it grows back it grows back apparently in one day his hair grows back now I have been told on several occasions, if if any of you listeners check out my Facebook profile and look at my pictures, I have been told on numerous occasions that I should go to Sideshow Bob for Halloween. I don't, know if you could, is, I don't know if you could pull it off. Well, I have the hair for it because it's the Afro type. I just want to know who his stylist is. I don't think he <laughs> thought of that on his own. Because no. in the earlier episode, he has just the red, Poofy the red Afro. Yeah. But here's the thing. You're not tall enough and your feet aren't big enough to be Sideshow Bob. I'll be like the reverse (laughs) Sideshow Bob where like I'm crusty. I have short feet and you know what I mean? Like I'll just be the reverse Sideshow Bob. Yeah. So I do like how the birthday song was the other option. Cause, but, yeah. but who doesn't want to shoot, shoot him out of the cannon? But here's the thing. Now, I don't know if, if it was still like this in 1990, but for anybody out there who doesn't know this, you are not allowed to sing the birthday song on television. Yes. Unless you want to pay royalties. So but now you can, now you can. It's, oh, do they get rid of that now? Yep. So okay. I don't know if you, but a few, like it was like a year ago or two years ago, they got rid of it. I swear almost every syndicate, not syndicated, any new like TV show. <laughs> saying happy all, birthday <laughs> all had happy birthday they were yeah. like oh my oh, god we can we do can it now do it. so that's probably why they didn't do the birthday song you're correct so uh, uh the first real itchy and scratchy episode which once again though it wasn't a full episode they did do the intro song yes. which those of you that don't know um it's they fight they bite they fight, they fight, fight, fight. fight. No, no 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 they fight they bite they bite and fight and bite, 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 fight, fight, fight. The itchy and scratchy show. That's that's the act. That's the now. Which one fights and which one bites? I would say uh, itchy. Uh, the mouse does both, and scratchy just takes it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It says they fight and they well. So both, I guess both of them would do it. I feel really like they, a scratchy fight though. I think Itchy just blows them up and kills them over and over again. Scratchy, like, and obviously Itchy and Scratchy, I believe, is an homage to Tom and Jerry. So oh, yeah, by so far, yeah. But a more violent version of yes. of that. 
But I so, do like so it's it's the first episode and Scratchy shoots Itchy with flaming arrows. That's great. That's that's the uh, and Marge doesn't understand the senseless violence and Lisa responds if cartoons were meant for adults they would put them in prime time. Which is I think the first instance of a meta joke at least on the Simpsons. I don't know if there's like I'm sure in like I mean this is 1990s so I'm not 100% sure about like 70s and 80s if like shows really made fun of themselves i think this i feel like this might be kind of the first meta joke about a show i could be wrong i i don't watch a whole lot of 70s and 80s television but like it's but i feel like it wasn't the but i don't think it was like something that writers did then like to make fun of their own shows i don't i don't think that was but clearly here they meant to do it Yes, this this they they meant to do it, and it's fantastic because you don't really think of The Simpsons as like a self aware cartoon, but I mean, I guess there's other jokes throughout the seasons where I'm sure they make fun of the fact that you know they're a cartoon show, but like yep. the fact that this is 1990 and the writers are writing meta jokes, I'm like. That's but you gotta remember, you gotta remember though, man. Conan O'Brien was one of the writers on here, and that's true. I mean, he's probably the most pro- prolific name of these early episode writers. Was, oh, yeah. was Conan O'Brien? But I mean, I'm sure the, a lot of these writers, if I looked them up, were probably late night talk show, you know, writers. Yeah, I think so. The writers for this episode were Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodarsky, and I oh, know Wolodarsky. I know that name. Yeah. At least I've heard it several times. So um, uh, Marge sends Homer to the quickie trip. Quickie trip? Quickie, quickie trip? Mar- quickie quick trip. Quick yeah. tri- wow. Quick trip. Quickie trip. The quickie mart uh, to pick up some ice cream because uh, Selma and Patty are coming over to show the Simpsons uh, slideshow from their trip to... Uh, where did they take a trip to? Did they ever um, say? Do you remember? Yeah, um, it was so. I think Cozumel, Mexico, somewhere in Mexico, yeah. I think. So, uh, but so, but as Homer, but Homer likes to call him the gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. So uh, they uh, so Homer goes out. Selma and Patty come in with like eight different like things of slides, and I don't know how many of you have actually watched a slideshow. But there's that's like a 50 lot of pictures. Photos. Well, there's like, like I think fifty photos per carousel. So that's four hundred photos. It's got, I mean, if it's that's, 50, that's, that's 400 now, photos at a maximum. Now to, now, to be fair, I mean, we've been on several family vacations. Granted, they're older and they went by themselves, but we've been on enough family vacations to Disney and, you know, Florida and yeah. a lot of places. I mean, we take like those disposable cameras and yeah, we go through probably five, six, seven disposable cameras, but that's still 16 photos per disposable camera. I mean, yeah. How many rolls of film? <laughs> I, it's just insane. And then they, so, and then they had to the sit there. And... were so bland. I mean, all the photos, like a taco platter. Um, Selma taking so, a nap. A siesta. a siesta. Like, the other thing, too, is they had to take the time and put now, or maybe they didn't, maybe where, where they got their pictures developed, they had the place to do it for them. But that's a lot of time and effort to drop those slides in there as well. Oh yeah, I mean it's and that make sure they're not upside down too. I it it just seems insane and 
did they did you see if they brought the projector or was did they just bring in the carousels? I only saw the carousels, would, so maybe the Simpsons that would be the Simpsons have a uh, projector for carousels because you know Patty and Selma don't do this all. It feels like they do this all the time on all yeah. all their vacations. But yeah, like you say, like to say they like to travel. Apparently, yeah. So uh, so while that's going on, Homer's at the Quickie Mart, Quickie Mart, um, and he walks past. Or no, he puts a hot dog into the microwave. And the sign of the microwave, you can clearly see it when he's doing it. It says, people with pacemakers should stay away from this thing. Should uh, stay away from this thing. Yeah, that's the sign. <laughs> and keep that in mind for later in the episode. Um, also, uh, Apu carries three kinds of chocolate ice cream. Chocolate, double chocolate, and a new flavor, triple chocolate. And if um, you guys... Well, How, if you guys follow us on, if you follow us on Facebook, this was one of my Monday moments. Homer, this is one of Homer's moments. Yeah. Like, but here's the thing. How many different, I mean, I guess you have dark chocolate, regular chocolate. Like, what are, what chocolate is in there? Well, you got milk chocolate, regular chocolate. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was different types of chocolate. Like you got regular chocolate ice cream and chocolate chips. That's what makes it double chocolate. Yeah. Or I don't know. Could be something like that. Yeah. But, so, but Homer uh, likes his ice cream. And uh, so we go back and Selma and Patty are still showing uh, their slideshow and they show Selma taking a siesta and Bart yells out, I caramba, which I believe is the first utterance of that phrase. Yep. He's had a lot of, first utterance i mean obviously it's the first season but we're kind of yeah. getting through all of his you know don't have a cow man eat my shorts we're getting through a lot of his uh sayings right right out of the gate so uh, uh yeah it's so back at the quickie mart um after it's homer, robbed after it's robbed so homer takes a deep dive into the uh salty snacks as the uh, yeah. lawyer says uh which is really funny because Homer takes a step back, you know, uh, the fake crusty. Yeah. Um, you know, says hand over all your money and Apu's like, I've been through this before. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the whole stereotype is that like, you know, Apu runs the Quickie Mart, which I believe is supposed to be akin to like a 7-Eleven because from what I know and understand of 7-Eleven, it's usually run by like, an Indian person. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm actually, I've only been in like seven 11, like once or twice, but I think like the stereotype in the 1990s was that like seven 11s were run by foreigners mainly from yeah, India. I mean, I mean most, I mean, I've been to a lot of gas stations today and it still seems relatively true. Um, and I don't like, know if, but like, but seven 11 is like, the other stereotype about 7-Eleven is that it's usually in a place that's sketchy. low quality people, yeah. sketchy people. So like it gets robbed. So I think the whole joke here is, oh yeah, I've, you know, I've been through this before, which also leads me to believe, um, and we've said this in a previous episode, uh, the Springfield Police Department is inept. Yes. So yeah, back at the Quick Mart, the cop is asking Homer to describe the robber. What I noticed, the thing is he had, he had big red hair. Now, but here's the thing. So here's the thing. He was dressed as Krusty the Clown. He obviously has blue hair. He's wearing the. Ma he looks like Krusty. Yes, but here's the thing. Where so, did he get big red hair from? I, I like that's what I was thinking. I'm like, 
Uh, the rock, like, cause I had to go back cause I remember him talking about it. I went back and I looked at it and it said blue hair and now maybe it was miswritten or maybe like, and, and I wrote in my, uh, and if anybody knows anything about law, eyewitness testimony is very unreliable. Um, you need co- corroborating evidence. Um, so but it's, but it's funny that the video obviously showed, well, it was in black and white. So, yeah. but like you when you're actually it. watching it, he had like the fake crusty had blue hair, not red hair. Exactly. Um, so where did he get red hair from? And look, I, again, again, just... eyewitness testimony is unreliable. Plus this is Homer we're talking about. But he obviously saw a sideshow Bob. I but mean, he if you're... did <laughs> I, it's just uh, like if you look at the know. cop if you look at the cop's sketch it looks it, like crusty cloud but that's not big red hair big red hair is what sideshow bob's head looks like correct so homer <laughs> homer misidentified it but the cops overlooked it now or again maybe this was an error on the uh animator's part or on the writer's part or maybe they did it on purpose i mean this is the simpsons <laughs> like they do just weird seems, stuff that it just seems so funny um and so yeah uh also uh so they take homer down to the police station to id the clown that robbed the store and chief wickham says send in the clowns which uh there's a song in an episode uh crusty gets canceled where he said you know he sings send in, or, or maybe it's not crusty gets canceled but like they do the big show yeah. thing and he sings Send in the Clowns, and that's also based off of uh, a Stephen Sondheim song from the musical A Little Night A Little Night Music, which is based off of a uh, uh, Mozart song, which is the theme song to Sideshow Bob's show, which we'll see later in the episode. And you jumped and actually really played... far ahead. So I did. We're, we're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit here. But so, it all so, goes together in one. No, because uh, Krusty hasn't been arrested yet. Yeah, well, he get well because he Homer hasn't been arrested yet. Not yet. That's true. Oh, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. So you, okay. So I guess we our notes are a little out of order. Sort a little of. bit. A little bit. So, like you mentioned, still no sailboat. Yeah. Uh, behind no the couch. Picture. So Homer runs in. You know, Selma's like, you missed the entire slideshow. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then grabs the remote to turn on the turn on the news. Um, and then we see the news report. Uh, I do I like how they introduce Kent Brockman. And then and the guy's like, Kent Brockman off today. Yeah. Uh, and so why did the clown cross the road? To rob a quickie mart. Now, here's the thing. So this is one of the reasons why I'm just so excited about doing this episode is because they actually do like TV stuff and I my day job is working in television for a local news media, for a local TV station. And I can guarantee you in no respectable television market, especially when it comes to robbery, would they tease a story like this? So it, Green Bay is full game for all this? No, it's not. Oh, okay. All right. You said respectable. So I, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but like, oh, I mean, there might be some news station out there that would do something stupid like this, but I Fox. guarantee you, no, I was not going <laughs> to say names um, for fear of uh, a lawsuit. Um, right. But 
no no local station no news director would say yeah that's okay say that on air you would be fired immediately or severely reprimanded like it would i i mean it's funny it's a joke i get it but for accuracy's sake that would never be allowed to be said on live television yeah. So, all right. So, um, obviously, obviously, after a news story is introduced, you go to commercial, and there's enough commercial because because you know you can't get I mean, enough it's of that a, wonderful duff. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, they didn't say coming up next this story. It was literally, I'm here, and why did the clown cross the road? Hold on a sec. Yeah. Duff is more important. We got it. We got to get to that. Um. So, so then they come back to like the breaking news. Um, yep. And so. So the, I think it's unrealistic, or I guess it was unrealistic that police would release the security footage right away. Yeah. So I, I think I, I, more I importantly that. though, yep. So more importantly though, stores, at least I have, I have seen enough security video footage at every store I've ever worked at. They don't have audio. Now, unless yeah, Apu has micro, I, I now, missed that part. Now, if Apu had I, I don't think they have high quality security. I mean, they're in black no. and white. I don't think he has high quality no. security cameras at his store, which I'm assuming don't have microphones either. So it is really funny that these, that the security footage actually has audio associated with it. So, and the other thing about the security video where uh, it, it is, it is, it is not going to happen where a news station is going to get security video the night that the crime occurred because clearly because Homer comes back after the crime and yeah. being, you know, interrogated by the police and taken to the police station, or maybe that was a little bit later, but he comes home and he turns on the news and they're doing all of this. You wouldn't see that security video the night of the crime. It would be at least a week. It, it would Not be at any, least a week. I don't know anymore. I feel like, I mean, if you're doing a news report on it, you might get it within a day or two. Maybe uh, not, obviously not right away, but I'm sure within um, a day or two. I, I like, I can tell you this much. So, uh, I believe it was here in, I can't remember if it was here in Green Bay or there in Minnesota. I think it was here in Green Bay. There was a looting of a gas station and the stations did not get that security video to like identify people until at least, it was at least a week after it happened. Yeah. So, all right. Police, so, well, here's the thing. Police have to investigate the crime and get all their pertinent information before they can release that to the public. Yeah. All right. So, um, Homer, uh, you know, goes in and, uh, you know, he, he realizes that it's crusty and chief Wiggum goes to arrest him. <laughs> uh, they break down his door and I do like his Miranda rights. Um, yep. you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, blah, 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 blah. And you like, also noted Wiggum has black hair, but he has black hair. Should be blue. I don't know when he got his hair dyed, but yeah, well, we'll keep an eye out for that. And I do find it funny that Springfield has a SWAT team. Maybe it's I mean, the Shelbyville SWAT team. They call no, it. No, they said it was the Springfield SWAT team. Oh yeah. Springfield has its own SWAT team. Nice. I mean, I guess there are certain, I mean, maybe it's a, bigger city than we think um so after you know they watch the report and they watch Krusty get arrested and bart's really sad and uh homer goes homer tells marge he's guilty g-i-l-l-t-y 
And, and I wrote as a joke in my notes, Homer is not SMRT. I mean, SMART, because that's Yo. another joke. So obviously, we you know, Homer's dumb and he's terrible at everything. But Marge says Krusty might be innocent. So, yeah. you know. Um, and then Bart's obviously in his room, sad, crying. He's pulling his crusty doll. And the last thing it says is, I didn't do it. Which, you yeah, know. The, the foreshadowing. Spoiler this... alert. Foreshadowing. We gotta, gotta say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Foreshadowing <laughs> in this episode is ridiculously insane. I Like, I mean, as a kid, when I watched this episode... I mean, I probably was like, oh my God, did Krusty do it? And rewatching it as an adult and trying to look at it as I'm watching it for the first time, every like show I've ever watched has conditioned me to, to know that, yeah, Krusty didn't do it. Yeah. Like, it's just conditioning to your mind. Like, so, if I had never seen this episode and watched it, I'm like, yeah, the clown didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, every every crime shows, you watch Criminal Minds, you watch all these stuff now. The first person that they bring in is the never the person that that actually did it. Yeah. So uh, then, so first appearance of Kent Brockman. Oh, this is the lineup. Yep. Yep. So finally, Kent Brockman finally gets gets to be on TV here. He's yep. not on vacation. Nope. Um, during his uh, news show, um, we see a bunch of magazine articles. One is Timely Magazine, Crook of the Year, spelled with the K R O O K. Uh, rhymes with dastard. <laughs> I'm assuming they weren't allowed to say the other word they wanted to say there. Yep. And three five seven Magnum, the clown stopper. Yeah. Well, but then, but then he goes into his like spiel of like Krusty's backstory. Uh, yep. Um, I did Google this because I didn't know, but Tulupo, Mississippi, where Krusty got his start, is also yeah. the birthplace of Elvis. Tupelo. I think you said yeah. Tulupo. I don't know what you said. I thought Tupelo. Okay, that is what you said. Never mind. I did not know that. I thought I thought Elvis was born in Memphis, but nope, Tupelo, Mississippi. Interesting. I know I had to Google it because at first, the funny thing was, at first I thought it was like a fake city that the Simpsons were just. This is where Krusty got his start. I didn't. No, I kind of figured Tupelo, Mississippi, was actually a real city because they actually said a state name. But I can understand where you you're coming from, thinking it was fake. I, I mean, yeah. I can see the Simpsons so, pulling a fast one. I know. They they can. So, Krusty has his own uh, line of meat <laughs> and a heart attack, and had a heart attack on air. And the doctors gave him a pacemaker. Spoiler alert. Because, well, when you have a heart attack and your heart sucks, you need a pacemaker. Well, wasn't it like yeah. a drip, triple bypass or something? A triple bypass, yeah. yeah. And and he has one less than Homer. Homer had a quadruple bypass, That's which we'll true. get to in a, in a later episode. So also, Krusty uh, wanted to combat illiteracy. Uh, and the slogan for that was, uh, give a hoot, read a book. That doesn't really rhyme. <laughs> no. And which... we'll find out why later. Yes. Uh, also... Krusty has regular size feet, which we learn when he's walking up the courthouse steps and, you know, Lisa and, and uh, Bart are kind of, kind of down on why, you know, Homer or uh, Krusty is, is guilty. And he's like, Oh, look at his small feet. So, Um, so then we go in the courthouse and we get our first appearance of judge Snyder. Yep. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
we kind of, you know, learn a little bit and Homer points out Krusty and everyone's like, oh, <gasps> like, like they didn't think that he would point to, to Krusty. And Bart's like pleading with him. No, dad, don't do go it, on. Yeah. Don't go. Don't go on stage. And so after that, everyone's kind of on the bandwagon of Krusty is guilty. So they collect all the Krusty memorabilia. And Bart, Bart goes, dad, you're not jumping on the mom mentality, is are you? And he goes. Uh, something about jumping on the bandwagon. It's like uh, mom mentality and jumping on the bandwagon are pretty much the same thing. Yep. And then once they get to, I don't know if it was, I think it was like the town square, like where Jebediah yeah. Springfield is, but I like how there's stands to buy crusty merchandise. To burn it. Just to burn it. And it is like, buy stuff to burn it. Um, and then we go back to the courtroom and, uh, you know, they're pointing out the evidence and Krusty's having a hard time reading it. And this is where we find out Krusty is illiterate, which, by the way, is not a crime. It's not no, a crime to be it's illiterate. It's not a crime. But this is a B. A Give a hoot. Read a book. Yes. This is a B, Krusty. A B. B. And these are betting slips. Is it illegal to bet on horse? Yes, it is. What was it? Dog, dog raising? Something like that. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I did not realize we did not find out Krusty's real name yet. Yeah, Judge Snyder, when he's sentencing him, actually says Krusty the Clown. Which, and I'm thinking to myself... In a real courtroom, in a real would, courtroom you would, you'd learn his real name. Exactly. So I thought that was kind of cool that... Unless the writers just didn't have... Krusty's real real name made up. It's yeah. possible. So then, you know, Krusty loses and uh, the lawyer goes, this happens to me every time. And it's like, why would you hire this guy <laughs> as a lawyer if he keeps losing? Although Krusty is kind of broke. He, he so maybe he was a court, de- court appointed defendant. Or, yeah, that seems, or, or he hired the worst lawyer imaginable or the cheapest, the bench, like the, the bus stop bench lawyers. Yeah. That's so, what we got. So after Krusty is sentenced to jail, uh, Lisa and Bart decide that uh, Krusty couldn't have done it. They don't know how, or they don't know why, but they they believe that he's innocent. So uh, they start investigating, and their first stop is the Quickie Mart. And I love the fact that Apu goes, uh, buy something or I'll blast your heads off. And it's like, they're kids? They well, probably- that and... But that, and it's like, like he said when he was originally robbed, this isn't my first time. So, like, wouldn't he just let it play out as normal? And obviously in the future, once Snake is introduced, he's like robbing the Quickie Mart every other day. Yeah. So, I, it's just, it's a funny side gag. Uh, so then uh, Lisa sees the uh, pacemaker sign on the microwave, and she has to, like, tell Bart, like straight up oh hey yeah crusty has a pacemaker oh he couldn't have gone near this thing um so as we mentioned before the sign says people with pacemakers should stay away from this thing yep and then so then lisa's like you know he's reading reading this uh magazine and and he's like okay okay i get it he's like no bard he can't read why would someone holding him yeah it's like all the dumb things that that Bart should know about his hero, apparently. He uh, is just completely forgetting. Yeah. So then we uh, cut to Sideshow Bob's show, uh, which beforehand Bart and Lisa try to talk to him. He gives him tickets to the show. And uh, the name of Sideshow Bob's show is called The Cavalcade of Whimsy. I don't know what kid would watch that kind of show. 
if I saw that as a name of a show, I'd probably turn it off. Yeah. But I mean, he had some pretty interesting things to talk about, but I do like how he just happened to have his like quote unquote daytime talk show yeah. set just ready to go for Bart yeah. to being sad. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was really funny. So like the theme of this episode, I think has just a follow the crowd mentality. Yeah. Cause it seems like every point of the show, whatever's the thing to do is what everyone's doing. Yeah. Like it just it just seemed follow the bandwagon. That's what like every episode when when Krusty was not guilty, everyone was like, "Okay, Krusty, 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 Krusty gets arrested. Boo, Krusty." And well, and everyone... I and, and again, like as I I ta- uh, talked about in our last episode, The Simpsons, they were, you know, a topical show. They talked about yeah. society and like so uh, I can definitely see that where like, "Oh yeah, people are just going to follow the leader and oh crusty is guilty yeah okay he's guilty court of public opinion until you know usually in the court of public opinion you're guilty until you're proven innocent which is not how the law works yeah um, so yeah and so so, so bart sits down with uh sideshow bob sideshow bob's oh why are you sad and he's like oh i don't think crusty could do it and he kind of goes through the whole spiel with lisa and, and bart at the quickie mart yeah. about how crusty couldn't do all these things and sideshow bob's kind of you know throwing it off and then Sancho Bob says, well, I, I've got big shoes to fill. And it kind of resonates with Bart. And he remembered from the video, yeah. big shoes to fill. And he, and he, and he uh, you know, remembers Homer stepping back from the video on Krusty's feet at his tippy toes. Yeah. And um, Bart, <laughs> Bart stands up and says, Krusty wore big floppy shoes, but he's got little feet like all good hearted people. people. And smashes him on the foot. Yeah. And I love how it cuts back. I love how it cuts back to the Springfield police and they're like, huh, how did we miss that? Yeah. Like, (laughs) obviously. But they're watching Sideshow Bob's show. Because that's. that's Because they're incompetent. Yep. And this is the first time Bart says, take him away, boys. Yep. And as we kind of get through all these Sideshow Bob episodes, Bart likes the one to say it a lot. And there's yeah. a few episodes where, I mean, we'll get to it, but chief Wiggum says like, take him away toys or oh, yeah. something along that line. It's like, okay, do what the kids said. Yeah. And I like the fact that, uh, so Sideshow, uh, so after he gets caught, Sideshow Bob says he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids, which is the greatest reference ever to Scooby-Doo. Sorry, if there's another reference out there to Scooby-Doo, I don't want to hear it. This was fantastic. I heard the line. I'm like, oh my God, they threw a Scooby-Doo. Re- I mean, Scooby-Doo has been around since what, the 70s? The only thing that would have made it better, and this would have been hilarious, is if the episode played out just slightly differently, where Sideshow Bob was wearing the crusty mask that he had during the robbery. And <laughs> they pulled it off. And they pulled it off and it was Sideshow Bob. I I don't know I don't how know, you, I don't know how you write to that though. Yeah, I don't know how you'd write that in, but to put this line in only would have made it that much better had they ripped off like some sort sort of mask yeah. to reveal that it was that it was uh, Sideshow Bob the whole time. So then we end with you know Bart in his room with all of his crusty stuff back, and uh, you you ask the questions: Were these gifts from Krusty? Ah, uh, they could have been. I know Homer took all of Krusty, you know, all the crusty 
the clown merchandise out of Bart's room. We never well, actually brought... saw we never actually saw him bring it to the crusty burning though. No, but it was kind of a, the assumption since he was jumping on the bandwagon. It's true. So but, but I... you never see him take it there. You can't make assumptions. Oh yes, I can. But anyway, <laughs> so so but I mean I, I would have to imagine there was a lot more stuff than what Homer just pulled away because we saw his yeah. room you know, beforehand. And That's there was, true. you know, crusty stuff sprinkled all over the place. But, but this not had like more. I mean, this had so much more blankets, pillows, lamps, nice I mean it's like Bart had the entire Krusty the Clown <laughs> catalog. Uh, catalog in his yeah. room. And so I know they don't have if if they did burn everything, the Simpsons from what we learned don't have the money to probably buy all that crap. No. So my guess would be is Krusty thanked him for saving him. Yeah. And and got him a lot of that stuff. That would yeah. be that would be my assumption. So um I would say final thoughts on the episode, but I kind of know where you're going with this one. <laughs> I love this episode. This is probably not not probably this is my favorite episode of season one. Um I think everybody knows I'm gonna say everything's coming up, Millhouse. It's got it's got everything. I mean, yes, you know Krusty didn't do it. But it's the chase. It's how they get there. It's, you know, you got Bart and Lisa sleuthing around. You got Homer saying stupid things. You got all this great foreshadowing. You got, it's just, you got the great Scooby-Doo reference at the end. The jokes. It's just, it's so good. And yes, I complain about like a couple of the TV things. And that's only because I work in television. But even so, like, I get that it's, you know, plot movement and jokes and like, it's such a good episode. I think I think they knock this one out of the park. If I could go higher than five, I could, but I can't because those are the rules. Yes, those are the rules. And I mean, for me, everything coming up Millhouse as well. I I mean, I love all Sideshow Bob episodes. I get oh, yeah. really get I get giddy when oh, Kelsey Grammer. Even, How could I forget to mention Kelsey Grammer well, is the voice? Well, like even, it's great. Well, even the new episodes, like I know you haven't seen them, but Sideshow Bob has appeared. I feel like almost every season yeah. um, in the last like five, six years. Okay. And it just, I get so giddy whenever Sideshow Bob just pops on screen. Cause I'm like, Oh yes, it's another Sideshow Bob episode. How is he going to kill Bart this week? <laughs> and it's, I mean, well, I, he don't, I don't, and again, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't start uh, by killing, you know, trying to kill Bart. Cause this was the start of all this. Yes. This was, this was the framework for why Sideshow Bob hates Bart Simpson. But, uh, I mean, it's just hilarious. Just everything that Krusty the Clown goes through. And obviously, Sideshow Bob is fired at this point. So now we're going to get Sideshow Mel to, yes. to take his place, which is really cool. I It's just amazing how everything got to this point. And this is really the only episode where you actually see Sideshow Bob in his role as, as yeah. Krusty the Clown's assistant. And it's gone from there. So it's, yeah. it's one of those episodes that you sit down and watch and you kind of take, take to heart because it's the only time you're ever going to see Sideshow Bob's almost origin story for, for the Simpsons. He's, and, he's Batman or Batman. Bart is Batman and Sideshow Bob is the Joker. Exactly. Which, which fits because, you know, Bart Sideshow Bart, Bob is a clown. <laughs> yes. And Bartman. And Bartman. So one thing I'll leave you guys with before we close it out. Uh, 
one of my other favorite lines, and this is kind of where the whole we never find Krusty the Clown's real name. So the judge is like, Krusty the Clown, how do you plead? And Krusty's like, I plead guilty, your honor. <laughs> and he's like, what? what? Um, I mean, not guilty. Opening night jitters, your honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's, oh, that was, that's just hands down, just a great line in the episode. So to to, to lead in, that is where my character profile is going. It is for Krusty the Clown today. Um, So distinctive features. He has a big nose, Mm -hmm. big green hair. Is it green or Um, is it blue? Greenish blue? uh, Greenish blue. Um, uh, What is it called? Uh, Loud baggy clothes, which is funny because once we learn, once we get to the Homer the Homer the Clown episode, oh Krusty God. the Clown's clothes fit Homer so snugly, and and yeah, we'll get into like, the, we'll, we'll the theories about that. There's yeah. a theory, but we'll wait. Okay, and and then there's the superfluous nipple. Yes, which we'll learn about later as well. Yeah, uh, humble beginnings as a street mime in Tulupa, Mississippi. Now, I love. We're going to keep tabs on this, too, because there are so many flashback episodes Oh yeah, for Krusty the Clown. And I want to find out. Now, I, now I'm curious to see if they actually talked about his miming in like. They, so when we meet. I thought they personal, did. See, that's what I'm thinking. So when we meet uh, Krusty the Clown's dad, they have a lot of video recording of Krusty the Clown as a kid oh, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So we're going to keep an eye on that just to see how all this plays out. Um, his medical file had a near-fatal heart attack in 1986, triple bypass surgery and pacemakers recipient, once went for plastic surgery to change his identity, and ended up with a boob job. I don't remember that episode. That was a good one. Uh, Professional highlights, played FDR on stage and could not remember to stay in the wheelchair. (laughs) Almost knighted by Queen Elizabeth. His show was condemned by parents and educators for simple-minded TV mayhem. God, that's another good episode. Yep. Uh, Character acts led celebrity recording for a boy stuck in a well. Oh. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that one. Bart stuck in a well. And his yep. autobiography. One critic said it was self-serving and filled with glaring omissions. Oh, boy. I want to know what those omissions were. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So... Um, like always check us out on our uh, social media on instagram facebook instagram simpsons did it pod facebook the simpsons did it page twitter the simpsons did it pc uh you can hear us on all our fabulous uh podcasting apps apple uh google uh, spotify. anchor spotify stitcher iHeartRadio. the list goes on and on and on um and also monday nights on the Cuyahoga Valley Radio Network, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central. Check us out on there weekly. Um, they also have other great shows on there. Be sure to check those out as well. Check out all. They, they run 24-7. So if yeah. you like sports, music, all that fun stuff, check them out. So until next week, I'm your host, Steven Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And I didn't do it. I mean, this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.